Indiana Runner Podcast, Season 5, Episode 16. Taylor Marshall and I go through the Week 2 HSR recap that also includes some looks at the national indoor meets from Boston and New York. Cue the Taylor Marshall drop. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. All right. Week two for the HSR series is in the books. Colin Altavote, Taylor Marshall, Indiana Runner podcast. It was also the weekend of the uh, national meets. There are two main indoor national meets, and uh, we're far enough removed from COVID that there were a lot of good performances at that from Hoosiers. So we're going to bring you all of the action from this second week. Uh, Taylor, what do you think? Uh, big weekend for indoor track, as you mentioned, a couple of national meets and what was the premier uh, indoor track meet thus far, the HCC conference meet. Did you did you go to that? Uh, we asked if we could maybe go and compete and they told us, no, thank you. So we did. Yeah. I, I did not go. Did you, you didn't go either, right? I did not. They said it makes this, sense. If you'd like to be school. here. Yeah. If you like to be here, you're more than welcome to buy a ticket and sit in the stands and leave us alone. And um, I opted to to stay home Friday night. So um, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit today. Too. Yeah, I think we'll maybe get to that after the break. But let's start off with our new indoor uh, mark, our new leaderboard marks for the HSR series. Uh, the big school is first this year. Last week we did the big school first. Oh, what's life without whimsy? Let's do small school first because I got pulled up. So in the 60 meter hurdles. We have a new small school top mark, 858 from RJ Bradshaw. He goes to Chatard High School, and that took place earlier in the week at the Ron Colley HSR qualifier. UND's got a lot of these, right? And they have different host schools. Yeah, they are uh, turning out meets there, getting the most out of that facility downtown Indy. In the four by two, the team from Delta, they've got a very strong sprint squad. Uh, Delta runs 133 flat at the Golden Eagle Relays. That was at Anderson, hosted by Garen. Because we're out here, Taylor. We're on these streets. Four by four, West Lafayette with the top mark that they got this week from a HSR qualifier that they hosted on Thursday night, I believe. It was probably at Purdue. West Lafayette runs 334.63. That is just a couple tenths of a second ahead of Cherubusco's mark from the week prior four by eight same mark from earlier that Chatard. Chatard also ho uh, holds the best mark in the boys dmr but that was from the prior week pole vault mitchell curl of west lafayette he's a senior or i'm sorry wyatt curl mitchell curl was his brother do you remember him he ran the 800 he was the kind of a state contender in the 800 for a couple years yeah, I remember that name. Uh, this is his brother. I believe it's his brother. It could be his cousin, I suppose. Uh, 15 feet even. He did that at the West Lafayette meet earlier last week on Thursday. Abram Stitt from Delta. Is it Stitt or Stilt? Let me get take a closer look. No, it is, it is Stitt. Yes, it's hard to tell with the, how small the text is on the leaderboards. So we talked about uh, last week, no one's really in the big school. No one's really gotten a hold of one, uh, but uh, Abram Stipp did, although this is actually now as I'm looking at the meet date, that was March 4th. 
So 23 feet, that's the best jump in the HSR series uh, so far, big school or small school. Shot put, same leader. Okay, on the girls' side, 60-meter dash, same leader. Same leader in the 3,200, that's Nikki Sutherland, although she had a big day, or a big weekend, rather, at uh, in Boston at the New Balance. We'll probably get to that. Same leader in the 60 hurdles for the girls. Four by two, Chatard still in the lead. Four by four, are you tired of hearing about him yet? West Lafayette, 414. That happened at their meet that they host on Thursday. Four by eight, this is a new leader. Indian Creek, they did that at the Whiteland HSR qualifier. That was at UND on March 10th, 951, Taylor. That's a solid time. It's a very fast time, especially uh, this early. Um, shout out to the small school. They're two, two studs helping uh, propel them sub 10. Yeah, when you got two really good ones, it can help your relay. That's half your relay. It, two, two out of four is half. I can't confirm. Same leader in the DMR, Park Tudor, two stars. They ran them both. And on the DMR, two stars are more helpful than they are on the four by eight. This is also true. Kaya Crook still leads in the high jump. Do you? Do you know what her gap is over here, closest competitor in the small school division in the high jump? Um, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to guess six inches. You guessed right. Man, how about that? This is why you brought me here. Paul Pierce. Uh, same two leaders in the pole vault at 11 feet even. Kaya Crook still leads in the long jump. Do you want to guess what her uh, her distance is between her nearest competitor? Uh, one foot, uh, 10 inches. Uh, it is 11, just, just under 11 inches, 10 and three quarters of an inch. That was a new mark from this weekend. Uh, Emery Jackson from Greensburg's got a new, uh, best in the shot put. She put the shot 47 feet and two inches at the Warren HSR qualifier. Was that also at UND? It was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there there was a Warren, a Ron Colley, and a Whiteland, I would guess, in three consecutive days. Uh, yes, and I know that Pike also will be hosting at UND this upcoming week. You want to go to that? I will be in attendance next Saturday at UND for the Pike Last Chance uh, Red Devil Qualifier, or something along those lines. Last chance to hang out with me and Taylor. Come see us. Well... Not last chance. There's a lot of meets this year. Uh, that concludes the big school roundup. What I'm getting out of this then is that a lot of the top marks happened. People went out on that first week um, and, and got some. Now, I think I, I, with the HCC meet, I think we'll see more uh, top marks here in the big school. It's the same top mark in the 60 for the boys, the 60 dash. Same top mark in the 3,200, but this did not bring in uh, this is not bring in performance from the national meets. In the past, they've done that. Are they not doing that this year? So the national level meets will count toward your HSR qualifier. So if it's a comparable event, say the 60-meter dash, as an example, and you run that at New Balance Nationals, that does count toward the uh, HSR seating. Or the 3,200, right? Or the 3,200. They've brought it in, yeah. They just have to be pulled in. I don't 
I know somebody that would have a mark then, and I don't think we're going to use it. So shout out to the 25th place guy. Uh, a new leader in the 60-meter hurdles. Well, it's, it's a, a tied for the leader. So the leader was Knox Willis from Zionsville at 817. And uh, the new co-leader is Parker Doyle from Center Grove at the Whiteland Qualifier at UND. And he did that on Friday night. Also, obviously, 817. Center Grove's got a good track team. We talked about that last week. We did. Center Grove also has top marks in the 4x2 and the 4x4. A lot of good marks in the 4x2. Uh, I this appears that five teams ran under 330 this past week at various meets. New top mark in the 4x8 by a quarter of a second. Zionsville, 757. They did that at the HCC meet. We might do a quick HCC roundup after the break. What do you make of three teams under eight minutes in the first two weeks here of the HSR series? It's fast. Um, you know, a lot of uh, competition. Not only are we seeing faster four by eights there on the on the boys' side thus far indoors, but as you get to the girls' uh, leaderboards, we're, we're seeing the similar uh, mark, right? A lot faster times. So. Uh, maybe teams are are going in on the four by eight early uh, that maybe chose not to last year. Um, th these are great questions. Uh, we'll have to see, obviously, when we get to the HSR finals, it's about availability, spring breaks, other events, yada, yada. But um, it is surprising to see so many really strong performances and might bode really well outdoors later if that's what teams choose to do. High jump. Two clearances of six feet, nine inches. Bodie Gilkerson from Plainfield, the senior and defending champion, did that at the Whiteland Qualifier on Friday. And then our guy, Jordan Randall of Warsaw, I think he went 6'8 the week before. He went 6'9 this week. And the crowd was even more into it this week. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool to watch the young pup get up there, man, at 6'9. That is incredible. Uh, it's, it's a lot really exciting when the crowd gets into the high jump. It's one of those events that, you know, unless you're really keyed in on, it's happening on the infield. Uh, you know, it's an indoor facility. It's loud. You don't really know what's going on, but when you can zero in on a, a high bar, if you will, um, it's pretty fun to watch. And there was a good duel there between Jordan and Adrian Caldwell of Carmel who scored last year. Shout out. Uh, Adrian cleared six, eight and had a good attempt on six, nine. And then Jordan cleared six, nine. So Jordan just jumped three more inches. He, I think he'll get there by June. Paul vault, still the same leader, Cody Johnston of Hobart. He cleared 17 feet earlier, a new leader in the long jump and Warren, the pride of the East side, right? It is. Warren uh, has the top two marks in the long jump for the big school. Joseph Walker doesn't have a grade listed. Uh, means he wasn't didn't have a direct athletics profile last year. Doesn't necessarily mean he's a freshman. Oftentimes it does. Just means he probably wasn't on the team last year. Uh, 22 feet, one and a quarter of an inch for Walker. And then Marion Sanders, his teammate, 21 feet and 11 inches. So that's that's pretty promising for Warren to have the top two long jumpers in the state at this point in the big school. Yeah, explosive athletes. You can probably put them in a few other places too. Looks good for the Warriors. 
shot. Caden Edwards from North Central in Indy, 57 feet, two and a half of an inch. He did that this week at the Warren HSR qualifier. Shout out to my former A-Push student right there. You know what? As you say that, one of my students in Spanish is 35th on the list, Ozzy Pollard from Carmel, 46 feet, seven and three quarters of an inch. Shout you know out. what? I... We should we should do this later. How many students or former students do we have on these lists? You and I can add that up. Maybe not maybe not right now, but later. Uh, yeah. Same same leader in the sixty dash for the girls. In the thirty two hundred, Julia Kiesler of Columbus North ten thirty seven. This is before they pull in the uh, performances from the national meet. She did that on Wednesday night at IU. Same leader in the 60 hurdles. That's Aubrey Runyon from Franklin High School, 917. Four by two, a new leader. This comes from that very competitive HCC meet. Brownsburg girls ran 144, just ahead of the Portage girls, also at 144. Same leader. Well, same leader, but I believe this is a newer mark. They ran slightly faster at the Ron Colley HSR qualifier, the Plainfield girls, Warren girls in second. They ran that the, the next day at UND, both meets at UND on different days. And then three other teams under 410 this weekend. Okay, Charlie Ledke just sent me an email, so it's not scrolling down. Four by eight. Noblesville girls lead 933. They did that at HSR or HCC, rather. A lot of abbreviations in high school sports. Am I right? And the IHSAA, there are plenty of abbreviations. Oh, man. Just when the IHSAA meets with the IIT CCC, it's just it's alphabet soup over there. Uh, Columbus North girls lead the DMR. High jump leader, still the same, Melina Miller from Noblesville. Pole vault, same leader, Kaylee Swart from Cathedral. Long jump, same leader, Alexia Smith from Evansville, Bossy. Shelby Wingler still leads the shot put. She goes to Center Grove. And that's it. That's all the events for HSR. Okay. There we go. A little bit of changes, but a very strong opening weekend that we saw mm -hmm. uh, across the board. So now that doesn't include the national meets, but we've got a rundown here of not every single athlete that competed at the national meet. We can kind of go through some of the highlights, right? A couple of the highlights. Uh, let's start in Boston at New Balance um, with somebody who you've got some familiarity with, some kid named Cole Matisson. Competed in two events. Shout out. Shout out. He ran 847 for a full two miles. And then today, today being Sunday, he ran a 406 for the full mile. So nice little weekend there for Cole. So that converts to 844 for 3,200 meters, which would be the fastest 3,200 ever run for Indiana boys. Yep. And the mile... For 1600 converts to like 405 flat, which would 
be the fastest indoor 1600 ever run, which breaks his own record in the six indoor 1600. All in a weekend's work. Shout out. Good job, Shout Cole. Out. Addison Canablo at Homestead with her 1029 full two mile. She would have the new best uh, for the HSR series. So I, I would guess she runs that at the finals. That would seem to be the case. She ran it and won it last year over Addie Wiley. So that's a good predictor right there. Um, moving on from the distance events at New Balance, you mentioned Luke Himes earlier. He from Heritage Christian, the junior ran, uh, sorry, through 63 feet, nine and a half inches right there. Speaking of shot put, Shelby Wingler from Center Grove, 46 feet, four and one quarter inch. And in the sprints, Josiah Rogers from Park Tudor in the finals of the championship 60 meter dash ran a very fast 6.72 that is moving and a special shout out to the uh north central team the four by mile that ran uh late last night and uh placed eighth with a 21 uh 21 point something eighth and they won their heat correct they did win their heat yes they're in the slower the two heats and they won that and then um ran really well. So shout out to them. So that's New Balance on the recap over at Nike, which was in uh New York. Is that correct? If you New say Balance it was in New York, then it was in New York. I think it was in uh, New York. Uh that makes one. sense at the armory, right? I mean, there's just kind of two competing indoor facilities, a new, yeah. new, 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 new one in Boston, and then and then the armory, which has been there for forever. Yeah, 1776. Yeah. I think George Washington ran on it. So, <laughs> with his wooden teeth. Yeah. Well, well I probably didn't put his teeth Actually, on his, track, his but... teeth weren't wooden. It's a little bit more gruesome than that. Um, Nikki Sutherland from Delta. She had a nice little uh, double this weekend 445 and 208, Colin. Pretty good. That is pretty good. The aforementioned Sophia Kennedy from Park Tudor. 445 for her full mile and her teammate Gretchen Farley, 449 and a 210 in her 800. So um, impressive distance performances uh, right there. Uh, Kate Henselmeyer, the senior from Center Grove, 55.16. She's been blazing fast in the 400, very early run, a lot of big meets around the country. And uh, that is her, I believe, personal best can you say that again for the 400 400 kate henselmeyer from center grove 55.16 yeah, that is moving uh and rachel maringer the uh stud from forest park way way down in southern indiana almost to louisville uh, you just have to do a quick little swim across that ohio river she ran 845 in the 60 meter hurdles I believe that is a new indoor record. Well, indoor is the only place to do 60-meter hurdles, right? But that's a new state record. Yes, that is a fact. 60-meter hurdle. That is a fact. Um, continuing with the field now, uh, Kaya Crook from Heritage Christian. She won the high jump five feet, eight and three-quarters inch. Very good. 
Uh, TJ McKenzie, we talked a lot about her. Fort Wayne Northside, uh, 19 feet, six and three quarters inch in the long jump. And Cody Johnston, the defending state champion in the pole vault from Hobart, uh, he jumped uh, 17 feet, one inch. So to win the pole vault at uh, Nike Nationals. So again, not every single performance, but a few of the big ones uh, to hit on in those two national level meets out on the East Coast. And that's probably, I'd imagine, pretty close to the indoor record in the vault as well. That I certainly have to look that up to be sure. Yeah. Let's before the break, let's get through the HCC meet that happened this Friday night at DePaul. We'll just let you want to run through maybe some of the boys' events of note, and then we can talk about the girls' events. Uh, in the 60 meter dash in the finals, one athlete under seven seconds that was Robert Say, a senior from Fishers, ran 692. Three different athletes ran 701 exactly. So a blanket finish there. Caden Click of Noblesville won the 3,200. He ran 923. And then Will Navi of Zionsville ran 924. And Sam Quagliaroli, a sophomore from Fishers, ran 925. Hey, by and the way, I want to give a shout out. Uh, Gabe Porras apparently attempted the 3,200, but he was unfortunately disqualified for being a coach attempting to run. But you know what, Gabe? Good for you for, for getting yourself out there in that conference meet. Uh, admirable, if not efficient, obviously yeah. was, yeah, didn't, didn't work out in the end. Knox Willis from Zionsville runs 817. I think that ties his time, uh, from a previous week in the hurdles. One of the state's best hurdler. He won that event four by two Brownsburg, 131 Zionsville, 132 Westfield, 133 Avon, 133 Noblesville, 133 pretty close four by two there. Yeah, close four by two, pretty fast on the flat track. Um, you know, again, that's the benefit of having a super competitive meet and teams to push one another in that kind of event. This was maybe the event to be at um, at least one of the top two. Boys four by four, Brownsburg 329, Westfield 329, Fishers 330, Zionsville 330. But it, it was closer than it sounds, Taylor. That is closer than it sounds. So Brownsburg and Westfield both join Center Grove as as the team sub three thirty indoors so far, and um, it takes it now takes under three thirty to make the fast heat for the HSR finals, which is we have not seen that for a while. I I don't believe. So we may be seeing a a trend to faster four by fours from what was maybe a little bit slower early on. We'll, we'll yeah, see it's about it's about time. Out. Boys four by eight. If the four by four wasn't the race of the night, that on the boys' side, this probably was. Uh, Zionsville seven fifty seven, Franklin Central seven fifty nine, Westfield eight oh one. Yeah, we talked about this earlier, right? I mean, it may be similar here to the to what we just said on the four by four, but um, maybe teams are are investing more here on the four by eight. We'll see what they decide to do later, but uh, both boys and girls much faster four by eights here indoors than what we saw last year. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of monitor that as, as the season goes on. That's an event you and I both really enjoy as coaches. 
Good double here with the flashes. Uh, Franklin Central wins the four by or the DMR after finishing second in the four by eight. And the names are pretty similar. So three of the same, three of the same four boys ran 759 and then 1040. Zionsville 1048. Fishers 1051. Brownsburg 1055. Noblesville 1057. 11 minutes, not a barometer necessarily of greatness, but of like a solid relay. Yeah, I would agree with that. Scotty Tienda from Brownsburg won the high jump, six feet, six inches. Will Johnston of Noblesville, 14 feet, three inches in the vault. Lamine Saul of HSE, 21-7 to win the long jump by three quarters of an inch over Cameron Mullins. And in the shot, Drew Crockett from Brownsburg through 53 feet, 10 and a half of an inch. Brownsburg goes 1-2. The Brownsburg boys in the team score won with 127 and a half points over Zionsville, who had 106. Now, we can agree that team competitions are fun, right? And a, a team meet is a good thing for the sport in general. Do you put any stock in Brownsburg winning this meet in terms of long, long range uh, potential? Well, I think Brownsburg is one of the teams to watch. Um, usually to win the outdoor state meet, you need a star. Um, again, if we think about Brownsburg, they had a star the past couple of years. He has since graduated. Um, but having someone who can go score big points for you, if the outdoor state meet were like the HSR finals in which the relays were doubled, things seem to look pretty good for them because they've got some sprint points that would look you know, pretty strong right there. Um, so you're beating some really strong competition. You're in the conversation. It means you're a good team. Are you the team to beat outdoors? Mm, that's to be determined, but likely not. Let's switch over to the girls. Maya Taylor from Fishers, 768 to win the 60 dash over Izzy Neal from Brownsburg and Princess Campbell of Westfield. Westfield did take third and fourth in that event. In the girls 3200, this was a pretty quick race here. Elizabeth Butler, a sophomore from Hamilton Southeastern, 1047. Jessica Hegedus, a junior from Avon, 1055. Maggie Powers from HSE, 11.03, and Nadia Perez from Noblesville, 11.05. Two girls under 11 minutes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's that's moving early on. Um, you know, again, I said this about the four by two on the boys' side, but having competition, having uh, other high-level athletes to push each other and set a fast pace and get after it, I mean, that, you know, for uh, a series that's about qualifying and being in a fastest heat, that's really what you want to see. Whereas we get outdoors, it's a little bit more of let's, let's get to the finals. Let's get there and, uh, and, you know, compete to win. Whereas right now it's about, Hey, let's run the fastest time possible. And sometimes those are the same things, but, but not always. In the 60 hurdles, Mackenzie Lofton, a senior from Hamilton Southeastern wins in nine thirty six. Lucy Hauser, a junior from Westfield, 945. So a good sprints, hurdles, jumps crew from Westfield. Yeah, Westfield, uh, you know, growing and improving uh, on the sprint side. Again, if you want to be competitive at the outdoor state meet, 
sprints, hurdles, jumps. That's where you get it done. Brownsburg girls win the four by two, 144. Fishers, 146. Avon, 147. Westfield, who we just talked about, 148. Girls, four by four. Uh, this was a close finish. Noblesville, 409.58. Brownsburg, 409.60. But I've heard rumors that it was closer than it sounds. Man, how fun would it be? to stand there and watch that finish you know that you know the kids were going wild cheering on their team you know it's it's 11 last, last event it's at yeah. DePaul. right you know you've been up since 6 a.m you took your algebra test right you had your chicken nuggets in the cafeteria you mini just, corn dogs you're yeah mini corn dogs you just want to go to sleep but you're cheering like crazy for your teammates fighting down to the wire, the finish line, man, Colin, I wish I'd seen it. I I did get a postcard. I got a postcard from, from Gabe Boris. And it said, wish you were here. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gabe Boris is the only one in that conference who would send a postcard. Wish you were here. Apparently not very many of them wish we were there. <laughs> it was also signed by Brad Rosebrock. <laughs> in the four by eight. Now this, this is a hot time here. Noblesville 933 in the four by eight. I think that's the state's best right now. 933. Yeah, that is the state's best. And I think that's faster than anything that was run indoors last year. So um they are and they won that last year, didn't they? HSR? Did they win that? I think they did. I think they ran, I think they beat Columbus North. Yeah. Girls DMR, a good double here by Noblesville, but it wasn't enough <laughs> to hold off Westfield. Westfield 1250, Noblesville 1251, closer than it sounds. I believe Liz Smith anchored Westfield in a 515. I think that's what I saw on Twitter right there to hang on to the win for her team. Five teams under 13 minutes. Imagine running 1259 and finishing fifth. In that case, you would be Hamilton Southeastern. Man, finishing fifth, 1259. It's so. your conference meet. Imagine if they added in a couple just – just maybe one more big school in the area to right. round out that conference. Uh, I, girls high jump, Melita Miller, five feet, four inches. Pole vault, Ashland Schwab of Brownsburg, 11 feet, nine inches. Long jump, Amya Bass from Avon, 16 feet, two and a quarter of an inch. And in the shot, Brownsburg's Loria Snowden, 30 feet, 38 feet even to beat Macy Miller of Fishers, who threw 36 feet, 11 and a half of an inch. The Noblesville girls were victorious with 109 points, just five over Brownsburg, who had 104. What do you make of the Noblesville girls winning their indoor conference meet and the state's most competitive conference? This one's a little bit more straightforward because we know – how good Noblesville is, right? We talked about this before. They were the runners up at you know outdoors last year. Um, they're they're my favorite on paper right now to be the state champions on the girls' side. They were the state champions in the cross country season this past fall for the girls. Um, you know, th they are the most complete team scoring in, in the field and on the track. Um, so I I I think this just you know solidifies in what is now the premier track and field conference in the state of Indiana to get that win 
it just shows they are the legit team that we believe them to be. Um, and, and I know that with some of these uh, individual events only worth uh, single points, right? The relays are doubled. Um, well, some of their strengths, whether it be the high jump or the shot put, will be more evident outdoors when the weight of the events is the same. And we'll get to more of, you know, maybe our projections um, out toward the outdoor state meet, what that means. We'll get to that after the break. Hey, join the Appleseeds for a 14 and under youth track meet on Friday, March 17th at Turnstone in Fort Wayne. You can find all the info at appleseedsmanning.com. And we're back. All right. It was another exciting week of indoor track and field. Some outdoor track and field starting this next week, right? Did your meet get postponed yet till Thursday officially? I have not heard the official word, but it's all but official, it seems okay. like. So Boys are officially season. going to Fishers on Thursday. It'll be a high of 58. Yeah, certainly looks like the best day of the week. So excited to get that underway. You know, Zionsville had an outdoor meet. That was 70 uh, that day. Yeah, beautiful. Really lucky. Um, so there are a few things trickling in from uh, around the state outdoors right now, but most of the focus is inside. And today, as we speak, was a good day to be inside, Colin. I stayed inside all day. I had to run a few errands and then I I, I, I had to go outside and do my taxes with H&R Block. Shout out to my guy from H&R Block that got me a your computer's big, outside. Pretty big refund. And this is inside. This is inside. But I had to walk. I, I, I went into the building. I've got some pretty complicated tax stuff. Uh, you know what? Let's do uh state highlight, personal highlight. Okay, state highlight from me on the girl side didn't even happen in this state, Colin. I hope this counts. But Addison Canablo from Homestead, she lives in the state, she does live in the state. We can confirm that somewhere in the Fort Wayne area, hence the Homestead uh attendance. She ran a 10.29 for her full two-mile uh, at uh, whatever national level meet. There's like 12 of them, but um, she did very well. Uh, so 10.29, which is the HSR series leader and second best this season, only to Sophia Kennedy, who ran uh, a faster time, obviously, earlier, I believe, at Michigan a couple weeks ago. That stayed just north of us. That looks like a mitten. And then... Um, she is the defending state champion on the indoor uh, big school, 3,200. So shout out to her. Does she still does she still have the indoor record over 3,200 or did Kennedy break that? Kennedy ran 10.15, so yes. Okay. So could be a pretty good outdoor 3,200. Could be. All right. I've got my state highlight. But it starts with a question. Mm. What is the most exciting event in track and field? The most exciting event in all of track and field, Colin, is the four by four. Good. I'm glad because there's definitely a right answer to that. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But if your opinion is not four by four, then you're wrong. So 
let me let me take you through right now what we are setting ourselves up for potentially in uh, two weeks here in Bloomington, 13 days from today at the big school race. Plainfield has run 406 and Warren has run 406. Those are pretty close times. They did these at separate meets. Yes. Okay. After those two teams, Noblesville's run 409, Brownsburg's run 409, Valpo's run 409, and East Central has run 410. And they did those at, at mostly separate meets. The, of the top six times, and six is meaningful, right? Because that, that would be the fast heat. As things stand now, things could change over the next week. Correct. But as things stand now, those are the teams in the fast heat and Bloomington at the HSR finals. Here's the second heat, Taylor. Center Grove, 411. North Central, 411. Cathedral, 412. Carmel, shout out, 412. Carroll, 412. Bloomington South, 413. Yeah. It's pretty close. It is close. Yeah. Here's here's the next heat. Bloomington North, 413. Avon, 413. Portage, 414. Homestead, 414. HSE, 414. Merrillville, 414. But it's closer than it sounds. Yeah. I mean, it is the most exciting event in track and field, especially when. Might be the most dangerous event in track and field if they stay that close. If they stay that close. Uh, especially when the meat comes down to it, right? There's nothing like saying, hey, if we win the four by four, we win the meat, right? Or if we beat this team, then we win the meat, right? Think about it. If we finish third in the four by four, then we win the meat, right? You ever been there? We finish third and we don't let that other team finish first. Then we have enough points and we score one more and then we win. Um, it, It is so fun and so exciting it is it is the ultimate test in my mind of of strength as Derek Leininger put it on the board last night but also of guts there's something gutsy about saying i'm going to put my head down and i'm going to run as hard as i can for one lap right it's one rotation around i am going to give everything that i have for my team and often it, it is meaningful and and sometimes the, the meat doesn't come down to it but there's there's pride about winning that event a lot of coaches put you know a, a lot of stock into the four by four as they should and i i think it's a really special event and you you agree with me that it is the most exciting uh event of all right the fans get into it you can you can follow along right in this you know, culture that we live in of like everything has to be instant. You can watch a baton, make it around the track four times, switching off every single lap. I mean, it, it's just, it's exciting. It's so fun. We totally agree on everything except for one aspect of what you said, which is indoors, it's two laps. That is true. On Yeah, on make sure you tell your girls to run yeah. two laps run indoors. Two. Yeah. Uh, we are coaches. We are. We 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 are professional coaches. We are amateur podcasters. We don't really make any money off of this. So, uh, how about personal highlights? Personal highlight from this past uh, Saturday, the thirty two hundred at uh, Indiana Wesleyan. That's the meet you and I attended for the second week in a row. Shout out to uh, Marion High School and Indiana Wesleyan. And <laughs> when we walked when we walked in on Saturday morning, you know, we get there at what it's like nine o'clock, whatever. Yeah. And, jo- you know, Josh, obviously, Puccinelli, who's the assistant at Carmel for the boys. And he was like, that kind of feels like we never left. Well, 
go go often you know and you know one guy who never leaves eric jackson the man who uh was the meat director timer uh extraordinaire so shout out to eric jackson for being a buddy to colin and i runs a good runs a good meat too that's a great all their all their stuff they have it it, in marion solid meats you can get up there they've got a great outdoor facility that's relatively new too it's beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, that are, uh, my personal highlight from the team that I coach Sadie Foley, a freshman in her first ever 3,200, uh, was, you know, a little, little freshman nerves having not done it before. Um, but she settled in quickly. I still get nervous. I'm 35. I got nervous watching them. Uh, 1117. 1117 for her first ever 3,200. And before the race, my best advice was Sadie. Do you know how many laps to run? And she said, <laughs> okay, that's good. And I said, you got it, girl. Go do your thing. Um, so shout out to Sadie Foley for her uh, debut 3200. So mine, and I know people are like, hey, he it's it's personal highlight. All right. Just say the name of one kid and and move on. And to which yeah. I say, I got 40 minutes on the Zoom. I'll do whatever I want. So I know some people are going to be like, we watched the four by eight. We saw the guy that he always talks about run a huge PR in the, in the four by eight, totally even split looked like he was spreading the whole time. And I got to tell you, it only looked like he was spreading the whole time. Cause he was when Liam, I'm on kid. It's like my son only better. Cause he just, you know, it doesn't bother me. I don't have to set up babysitting for him. If I want to go to the meets or go out to dinner afterwards, he runs two Oh eight, but that's not it. And then Charlie Stolpe, who's both his parents work with us at the yeah. high school and he runs his best time on the four by right after Liam runs 206.4. You know, his best time was before that you want, you know, Taylor 212, 206.5. Oh, okay. Nice so, deal. you know, we talk about guys taking off huge chunks of time, Get every one, but this time it's very reasonable to think he could just take a 10th off every time. And then KJ gets it. KJ runs 204.1, another PR. No, but it's it's none of them. It's none of them. Okay. Well, what is it? And then some people are like, I, I heard Josh Getty ran 209, and that was also a, a PR. Yeah. He ran 210 in the cross-country time trial on the track, you know, after the, at the end of the cross-country season before the semi-state. Right. It's not it either. And then, and gosh, in the, in the 3,200, Two freshman boys run 10-10, the letter standard at Carmel. Man. Declan Bowser, Carter Burr, they both run 10-10, which is huge. And Josh Kale runs 10-08. Josh Kale loves the 3,200. My man likes to just look at me, and all I do is give him a thumbs up, and he just keeps going. And then once I say, start running faster, and he's like, thanks, got it. And he runs 10-08. Man. 17-second PR. But that's not it. It is my guy, Cohen Levy, the man of – few words you ever talked to cohen levy i have i have not had the pleasure yet to speak to cohen levy i think i have once or twice but he just he wants to know what to do and he goes out and does it last year cohen ran one time he ran 11 13 okay saturday he ran 10 21 wow cohen levy cohen levy. that's a huge pr good for you all we got to do is that amount of time every time you run yeah, what was that forty some seconds off every 48 time? Forty-eight seconds. Yeah, forty-eight seconds. I said, hey, "What was your best time last year? Did you take a minute off?" And he said, "I don't remember." Yeah, 
All right. Look, look it up. Oh, yeah, Cohen, get cooled down, buddy. Go I tell you what, Cohen, you're going to remember this time, though. So next time Coach Altavote says, hey, what's your best time? You're going to say 10-23, Coach. 10 Coach. I'll remember. I'll remember next time, though. Yeah, well. And also, I, I know I – I say one highlight and then I mentioned like 12 boys in our team, whatever. Joel Spittle ate two full Jimmy John sandwiches of the meat. Uh, after he raced, I assume. After he ran the 3200. Well, I don't know if he had one before. I don't know. The race was at 10 o'clock. I don't even know where you get Jimmy John before 10 o'clock. So that's impressive, dude. Two full Jimmy John sandwiches. I and they weren't like that, slim, not... slim Johns or whatever they call them, you know, like the little oh, small yeah, ones, slim, the little Johns or whatever. Yeah, they were yeah. they were two full regular Jimmy Johns. Slimmy Jimmies or whatever. I don't know. That's what I get. <laughs> I get the turkey with the bacon and the extra meat. And I say, hey, don't all that vegetable stuff you got laying out there, go ahead and keep it. I don't want it. <laughs> feel, feel free to burn that. Feel free to burn that. Go ahead and take my portion and toss it in the trash. Uh, maybe a compost uh cool uh what else we got are we ready for a little fantasy cross country and uh pick oh up? no you want to do coach's corner we can do coach's corner why don't All you right. get us oh. uh you want me to go first go for it it's a very it's a very complicated time to coach distance runners because if you're if you're just doing the general this is what we're doing today at practice then that's what we're doing today at practice but we are trying and and I would I would dare say succeeding in individualizing it for the kids to yeah. figure out what is the best thing for these kids to do based off when do they when would they like to be at their best? And some of them it's you know strike while the iron's hot. You got a good indoor meet. Now's the time to so some of our boys did six three hundreds to get ready for the meet this this weekend. But some of our boys who we anticipate are gonna run on uh june 2nd what's the boys state meet june 2nd june 3rd and anyway, early june at the state meet their training is set a little bit back so we did yeah a lot of a lot of different stuff most of our boys got to their kind of consecutive intervals their 400s we did our high set on monday and then we went back and they did the ppm uh one or two miles away from their max distance and it was really nice on thursday so they ran you know, for them, really impressive times and confidence builder. Um, but our boys that are, we think are going to run in the state meet, our boys that are going to run, say, at the um, HSR finals, most of them did their long, their long PPM, got to their max distance on Wednesday. So quite a few sophomore boys that got to seven for the first time, uh, a couple first eights, things like that. But okay. It's a, a real, a real hodgepodge of things, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, on our side this past week, uh, standard long run, uh, in terms of workouts, we had some girls doing some long intervals. We had some doing a little bit, uh, shorter, faster, higher quality stuff. Again, kind of depending on where they are in the season, what the long-term goals are, like you mentioned, and then um, just a lot of, you know, gentle, easy running um, as they prepared for maybe a race on Saturday. And then, um, you know, complicated time to continue this week because we've got two meets on the schedule. One will be outdoors against Fishers uh, at Carmel High School located in Carmel, Indiana. And then uh, What's the name we'll of the stadium. 
It is called Carmel Stadium. Good question. Yeah, That's Carmel Stadium. That's a good name. Uh, and uh, then we'll go to the University of Indianapolis on Saturday, where a different crew uh, will race um, at the final HSR qualifier that we'll participate in. And um, some girls will run uh, who have run already, and then there'll be a few others, and we'll move some things around. And um, anyway, so it kind of, like you said, a mixture of things happening um, as we are here in mid-March already. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's do this. Fantasy track. Okay, so it is a boy's first year. We're alternating picks. So far... I have picked on the boys' side, Nair Nuwash Campbell from Plainfield and his teammate, Harrison Herbeck. And you on the boys' side have picked Jalen Reeves-Lyle of Warren Central and Colt Matisson from Carmel. On the girls' side, you have picked Kaya Crook from Heritage Christian and Jyla Vaden from Warren Central, right? Correct. And I have picked Hadley Lucas of Bloomington North and Lyric Steele of Charlestown. If we're alternating picks, that gives me the first pick on the boys' side. And I will take a hurdler, and his name is Knox Willis. Okay. And he... Again, goes to Zionsville, so there's no confusion about which Knox Willis I want. There's like some random one from you know, like Southside in Fort Wayne, whatever. That's I want the one from Zionsville. From Zionsville, okay. I'm not familiar with another Knox, but I appreciate you clarifying for the. There's somebody else in the world with the name Knox Willis. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair bet. Does he hurdle in the state of Indiana? It's to be determined. I'm going to go with uh, a junior from Heritage Christian. His name is Luke Himes, and he likes to throw heavy things very far. So I'm uh, excited about Luke Himes and the shot put in discus this upcoming season. So um, I will draft him onto our uh, fantasy team that uh, is to be named at a later date. Then that would leave you the first pick this week for the girls. And for my pick on the girls' side, I will select a senior from an area in which you are familiar. This is the, from uh, she attends the school Fort Wayne Northside. We used to go to a meetup at Fort Wayne Northside. It's an old school school in a uh, did you, you never you never ran in that meet though did you? No, I did not. But I coached athletes that ran in that meet. I I ran in that. Well, you're old. That's why. I am uh, a few years older than you. Well, that's not what you told the waitress the other day. So I told her that you were my much older brother, and she some for some reason looked at your ID and said, "Not that much older." After yeah. she looked at my ID. Yeah, I'm questioning her eyesight. Yeah, I, um, I don't think she was doing the math. I think she was just making sure we were above the threshold to sit in that area of the restaurant. Anyway, um, someone who's not above the threshold yet to sit on that area of the restaurant, her name is TJ McKenzie, and she can run fast and jump far. So 
Um, I'm going to draft TJ McKenzie. Welcome to the team. All right. That uh, gives me not an easy pick. Um, certainly a lot of good options here for scoring points at the state meet, but I am going to take a distance runner okay. who won an, an event last year at the state meet. And that is Nikki Sutherland of Delta. And just so we're clear, I believe that her government name is Nicole Sutherland. So if you check her ID, that's, I want, I want Nicole Sutherland who goes to Delta, who sometimes goes by the name Nikki. Okay. I, I will write that down. Nicole Perrin, Nikki Sutherland. Yes. From Delta High School in Delta, Indiana. Delta, Indiana. All right. The Wait, Gold is, Eagles or is, Del is Delta City? Uh, I believe Delta is a city. Okay. If not, it. if she lives in a city that's not Delta, I still want the one, the Nicole Sutherland that goes to Delta High School. I bet if there's only compare, I bet there's only one. She doesn't go to Carmel. It's not like Ben Miller or Christian Smith. No, 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 no. more than one kid at Carmel with the same name. If you're the mayor of Delta, Indiana, let us know. We'd love I'm, to have you. I'm sure. I'm sure she or he is listening right now. I what what else would they have to do? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, everybody we've stops. Already, we've, we've already got the brackets. Yeah, let's listen to the podcast and uh, yeah, find out where the star athlete from your school was picked in the fantasy track draft. Yeah, and then we can work on our brackets here in a minute. You know what? Here we go. Miscellaneous minute. Who's your team? What you get? One pick. Who's your national champion? Uh, well, uh, yikes. I, I, do I go with my heart or my brain? What do you want? <laughs> I don't, I don't think either is all that great. So <laughs> well, that's what my doctor tells me too. Um, I'm going to go with my uh, brain, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Kansas. I think Kansas is probably. <laughs> you, ever, you ever watch Joe Dirt? Uh, I have seen Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> he goes through all these stories and he keeps saying you know, he's like a gangster in New York City, right? He's a mobster. The Chris uh -huh. Walken character. Yeah. And he always says, oh, what, you know, what, what, whatever happened to your wife? Well, she was she was shot to death. It was nine times in New York City. And then he realizes he can't say that. He's in the witness prediction program. He's like, I mean, Kansas. <laughs> it was in Kansas. <laughs> whenever, whenever everybody mentions Kansas, you know, I mean, Kansas. Yeah. Spring break in Manhattan. Kansas. <laughs> um yeah i think it's going to be uh you know blue blood program uh like oh, like the jayhawks i guess not gonna be so, north carolina sounds like it will not be they were not asked to attend <laughs> north, we're gonna have a tournament but north, don't don't worry about coming you guys stay home north carolina got the caramel treatment they got they got caramel right there said we don't want you the there the committee was the hcc and, and the nit said we don't really want you either so why don't you just go it's ahead nit the mick yeah yeah why don't you just was... go ahead and uh form your own uh tournament of one level of the competition that would make sense yeah um i don't uh, know who you got in the old uh march i always match. i always i always picked virginia uh is virginia in this year yeah, they're like a like a. I checked before. I yeah, they're a, my they're friends. a fourth seed. They're like a fourth or fifth seed. Yeah, and they're gonna play uh mighty Furman. You know what state Furman's located? South Carolina. Bingo. Furman yep. is in South Carolina. Uh, they're gonna play that in uh Orlando. You know what state Orlando's in? Florida. No, it's Florida. 
Okay, so that's what, that's what I said. <laughs> play down there. So uh, apparently they play that. Are they play that Disney World down there. They're Magic Kingdom. They get they roll out a basketball. Yeah, no, I think they they. Um, it's tough because they goofy they, referees. They play they play in the Epcot ball, so it's kind of oh. toward <laughs> towards the end when you get close to the basket, it's a real uphill battle. Yeah, yeah, you got to run. You got to run as far. There's not a lot of dunking going on then. So, right? so run. one year I picked Virginia, and that was the year they were the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. Ooh. And then the next year, Virginia was still good. So I was team, like, they owe me. Yeah. So I picked them again, and then they did win that year. So now I just pick Virginia every year. I used to pick Kentucky every year. Um, and everybody would tell me that was dumb and they would never win. And I was like, now, wait a minute. Don't they have all the best players? And it was like, well, yeah, but you got to understand is like, all right, nerd, I'm going to pick the team with the best players. But they haven't won in a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm not picking them this year because now I just, I pick Virginia. Pick Virginia. Yeah. You know, Kyle Guy from Lawrence Central, where I went to school, played on that team. I don't know if he's still in the NBA or not, but he was in the NBA. For uh, the he was in the Kings for a while. I think he's yes. kind of bopped around and now went to Europe. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to stay in the NBA, man. There's a lot of good, a lot of good players. Well, I think the year Virginia won, Purdue had him like on the ropes to go to the Final Four. Remember that? You remember this game? Yeah. And like Purdue, Virginia comes down, misses a shot. They're up two. The guy just punches the ball in the backcourt. Virginia grabs it and just the guy just wildly throws it to some guy who throws up some wild shot, goes in overtime. UVA wins in overtime. Did you watch that Purdue game today? They almost blew it there. Yeah, we did watch it actually. Yeah, it was awesome. I was biggest Penn State fan. But anyway. Well, I mean, well, other than actual Penn State. Actually went to Penn State, yeah. Right, yeah. People who laughter laughter is the best medicine, other than you know, actual medicine. What's it called? College? It's not College Station, is it? Where? Uh, where, 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 where uh, there's College Station and there's College Park. I don't know. One's Maryland and one is College Penn Park State. is in Maryland. I thought it's College Station. College in, Station in, is Texas A and M. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's College something. Somebody should correct us and tell us. Or not, honestly. Or yes. just who's who's listening at this point? Happy Valley. Yeah, I don't know. Even my mom is like, yeah, I got I I I got stuff to do. Well, I listened to the first 45 minutes of you and Taylor, and then that's about all I can handle. Yeah. Yeah, all imagine right. being well, a kid hey, on the team at practice having to listen to us. Go ahead and uh share with your friends who they do listen to us, and these numbers go up. We'll see uh at you Wendy if you're there on Saturday for the Red Devil Last Chance HSR qualifier or you might see us at Fisher slash Carmel Stadium this Thursday for a dual meet between the Hounds and the Tigers. Yep. Hey, thanks for coming on. We'll see you next week. Well, we'll hear you next week. I'll see, I'll you. see you tomorrow. Yep. All right. Go Hounds. Go Hounds. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. I love them.